All right, guys, welcome back to Social Anxiety Remedy. Welcome to today's episode. Um, if you guys haven't checked out the free training yet on the new website, definitely do so. There'll be links in the description below. Um, join the Facebook group as well. Definitely pushing that right now. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about something that we um, kind of went over in the Facebook group. I saw a, um, I saw a post that kind of, talked about this and was kind of venting about something going on in their life. And I kind of wanted to bring that up today because I thought it was a very um, good point and it kind of related to something that I saw last week. So it's kind of interesting how that all ties together. But basically what was said in the group was kind of how uh, this person feels alone and um, wants to find ways on how to um, really not have that feeling anymore and things and practical steps they can do to actually, you know, get friends maybe even um, and build some social skills like that. So going over that today and uh, kind of the, I guess the feeling of being alone too. It's a very interesting topic that I haven't really gone over before. I know I've kind of touched on it a bit in the sense that I've told you guys that I've gone extreme periods of lengths, of length rather being alone in my room by myself while I've started up my business. Um, so a lot of you guys don't know, but when I was, let's see, went to college for about a year. And after that year, I actually dropped out to start my business and uh, moved back home with my, with my parents. And for about a year, I was completely and utterly alone and blocked off uh, from basically the outside world while I was running my business and just um, creating one of them and starting it up. So I went from a period of extreme social... Um, collaboration with others and um, doing so many fun, exciting things at once in college. And it was right after I had really um, come into myself and really felt comfortable being around other people and had a personality that I was really proud of that um, it seemed to draw other people's in with. But then, you know, things happen and I decided that college wasn't the route for me as it's really not a route for a lot of people, in my opinion, most people. But that's besides the point here. So basically, I've, I've felt the extreme highs of being alone by myself for basically a year on my own accord, as well as being alone when I didn't choose to um, a lot of back in my high school years when um, so my social anxiety was at its real peaks. I can still remember basically like my junior, senior year even, um, maybe not senior, junior year of high school still like eating alone in the bathroom and uh, during lunch and just feeling like I had absolutely no place to go and feeling so absolutely alone. Like I was just missing out on so much. I would see people just <laughs> literally, I, was, I would just get so much anticipation anxiety from like the period before lunch being like, where am I going to sit? What's going to happen? Blah, 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 blah. And I just had no control over it. And um, that's something that was one of my driving factors of overcoming social anxiety, not having this control that I talk about a lot. So, and I, I think that's what a lot of people have as well. I get so many people that I talk to that um, bring that up and it's important. It's something that a lot of people don't know that they can actually have and uh, you can, it's possible. So I remember just having this extreme anticipation anxiety of going to lunch and then eating lunch um, on a lot of occasions by myself in the bathroom and just like maybe meditating literally in the bathroom and um, not having the 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 chance to 
um, be with people. I mean, you always have the chance, but just not having the um, personality to do so. So I know what being alone is on both and feeling lonely on both kind of um, foregrounds of me choosing to do so, as well as me just <laughs> being uh, completely unaware and kind of out of the loop and uh, really unsocially um, inept and uh, confident in myself, so much so that I was doing something like that. And what it came down to is I began to realize throughout my years is, um, and I always think I always think that a lot of people as you start to age, you kind of start to know yourself better. And uh, you kind of start to have these um, feelings of just um, complete awareness. And you're like, oh, you, you have like aha moments as you get older. But I, I started talking to people about that. And that was basically like, you know, people didn't experience that as much as I thought they did. And um, I was like, hey, yeah, I, as I get older, you know, you, you start to understand this. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? And I was just, I started to understand that it was, it wasn't that everybody experiences that. It's that once you go into starting to learn about yourself and start to change yourself, um, and as you start to learn these skills, that's what makes you change. It's not, it's not like a time period that goes on where you feel your body better or something like that. It's actually these learning these skills. And so the skill that I really learned to kind of subtract from myself um, was this need to be perfect. And um, that really ties in with everything that we're going to be talking about today, this perfectionism that everybody seems to be such a fan of. Um, you know, people put it on their job applications when <laughs> job interviews where they're like, what is your greatest strength? Oh, I'm a perfectionist. And that's something that a lot of people are you know, nobody's taught that you shouldn't be a perfectionist. Per being a perfectionist is great. It means you're on top of things and you always get things done the right way. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the problem. Perfectionism is something that breeds procrastination. And being a perfectionist means trying to be seen, you know, there's a difference of being perfectionist in your work as well as being a perfectionist in, in, in how people see you. Um, you know, I was always trying to be so perfect in everybody's eyes. I never wanted to be seen eating alone at lunch that I would go in the bathroom to do so when I could have very well just <laughs> pulled out a book and uh, read that and started eating alone at a table or something like that. And uh, now I would, I, oh man, what I would give to go back to high school and just be able to uh, be the person I am today, I would give <laughs> a lot of, of uh, I would give up a lot to do that. So what I'm saying here though is uh, this perfectionism is is such a hindrance to people because what perfectionism breeds is procrastination, as I said. In my own business, this is something that I always have to look at because, you know, I have, I've overcome my social anxiety. Like, I, you're always going to have this type of anxiety and this character fighting you and this dark force that I talk about. And so in my own life, I always have to fight perfectionism um, in the views that other people have of me. You know, even doing a podcast like this, I remember doing it like the very first time and I was like I would do one video or I would do one episode and I was like oh well my voice wasn't good of that or I mixed up my words and then at one point it's like I you can just see it's like why do I care this perfectionism is is destroying me it's not giving me the ability for me to actually put this content out that's really going to help somebody and um, I, I found that to just be so interesting how um, it, how that kind of works because 
I had been doing it so much in my own real life where it's like I actually go up to people, blah, blah, blah. But then when it came to my business, I had to kind of relearn it and kind of start to understand those skills again because you get in these habits and, um, and, and you know, having a business is completely other, other topic. So um, with the kind of type of perfectionism and being seen perfect um, and being like more lonely, I uh, I was watching a football game last week, and I'm a big Seahawks fan. If you guys, if there's any Hawks fans out there, in one of my Facebook videos, I have like a big 12, 12 man flag in my room, and the Seahawks were playing the Eagles, and uh, the Eagles have this this guy named um, what is it? Something? Uh, what is it? What's his name? Brooks. I think it's, oh yeah, it's Brandon Brooks. Um, so. Eagles have this really good offensive lineman named Brandon Brooks, and he went out during the middle of the game for some reason, and everyone's like, oh, what happened? And the team is just like, oh, he has a sickness. And um, then it later came out that he has extreme anxiety. And uh, he did an interview where he's basically like talking about it and how he's saying that he's not ashamed. And uh, you should all check out Brandon Brooks, super cool guy. And um, I, I hadn't heard about him since they played the Seahawks. And so... His all, all his teammates knew about it, uh, and uh, he's missed a few games in the past. And everybody's just so supportive of of him now, especially in what we li- in the world we live in now. All the information going around and showing how much of uh, how much social anxiety is is a thing in this world, and uh, the fact that yeah, you may be alone right now in the sense that you don't have that many friends, but you're not alone in the sense that other people are feeling the same exact way. And that's why I created the Facebook group as well, to be able to, you know, build friendships and uh, be able to lean on each other within that group and to feel that kind of community and not feel like you were alone. So he had just so many good quotes about feeling like he, he needed to be perfect in front of everybody. But in being perfect, you just ended up playing way worse. And he kind of knew that and he would always like throw up before every game and whatnot and then go out because he had that problem, that issue. And uh, some of the things he had, like rituals, which he which he did before every game, um, and he you know had kind of stopped doing those. And I just very I really related to that because when I first started doing my business and stuff, and I didn't have a lot of time to um, continue like my ritual with the EFT tapping, like the the subconscious releases and stuff, it made everything go back to kind of the way it was um, before and um, made things worse. And then I would see that once I actually started doing these you know, five steps that we talk about, the exposure therapy, the meditation, the EFT, becoming the new character and like, um, you know, subconscious release, I would see that as I, as I would stop doing that, my life would just turn out like shit. (laughs) I guess that's the simplest way I could put it. And even though I would be like, oh, well, I don't have the time to do that in real, in reality, it maybe takes an hour out of every day to do something like this. And it becomes fun. You know, it's not even an hour a day, I guess. You know, once I started implementing them again, my business kind of took off and I started to um, be that person that I, I was before. So it's always just this this repeating cycle of habits that you have to fulfill and you have to have and you have to, you know, keep as a promise for yourself to do. Being successful in in any area of life is really gradually repeating things over and over again, the boring things that the 99% of people won't do. Just like the 99% of people not watching this podcast that has social anxiety wouldn't do or um, 
just don't know that they can do and that there's possibilities for them to overcome their social anxiety like that. So um, wrapping it all up in, in relating to, you know, feeling lonely and, um, and having this type of um, perfectionism, you know, it's, it's what I felt feeling alone all the time because I was always trying to be seen as perfect. Because I cared about people's judgments and opinions. And everybody feels like that when you're struggling with anxiety. But being perfect is something that you can change. You can say, I'm not going to be perfect. I'm just going to do it. And when you start to go about life in that kind of aspect, that's when you actually become perfect. Not perfect in the sense you're never going to be perfect, but you actually become great at something. That's how you actually start to become great at social skills. You just do it. You know, it's hard with our exposure therapy that people tell you to do just and jump immediately into it and just do it. You know, that sounds just do it. I make fun of those people all the time. Like just just wake up and uh, feel good. Just feel happy. It's it's not possible. There's scales to this. You have there's literally there, there, if you guys have ever read the book Power Versus Force. Um, there's emotional scales that people go through. Number one is just like apathy and depression. And then it moves all the way up to joy. And there's certain levels that you have to hit and go through to make it easier. So say there's a level, so you're saying you're in apathy and straight depression. Um, one scale higher than that is anger. So if you're feeling so depressed that you just can't even get out of bed, start to try to feel anger. And that'll just push you up the scale more and more. And from anger, you can go to um, just, you know, pissed off and from pissed off you can go to maybe hopeful a little bit and from hopeful you can go to okay i'm actually having a good time here i'm uh i i have an opportunity blah 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 and then all, all the way up to joy so you can't just go straight into doing it that's why we have to do these releases and you have to become this new character that's okay with doing it everybody wants to self-sabotage i see this in my own life still all the time you always want to revert back to your mind your mind is basically like the evil person that you want to stay away with uh, stay away from don't look at yourself as your mind. Don't look at yourself as your body either. I said this before. Look at yourself as this character that you're playing. Like you're in a video, you're the video game player and the character is is in the video game. It's like a kind of a third person, but you're the one controlling it. That's you have to look at it. That you're not your mind and you're not your body because a lot of the time, especially when you have social anxiety, they're your greatest enemy. But once we become this new character and we can evolve into this new authentic self, like I say all the time, it becomes your greatest ally. And uh, I, I really just can't stress that enough. So um, I'm, trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to remember where I was going with that. But um, basically the, the perfectionism and just doing it, you have to first release to be able to do. And um, it, it makes it so much easier. So um, I guess what I'm saying is um, what you can do right now is just try to not be perfect. Just try to do the things that that you that you'd like to do without this this um, attempt of making making like a freedom from outcome. So one of the most important things I've ever learned in my life is is these is this phrase or is, is just this habit of having a desire to do something, an extreme desire to do something, but having a freedom from outcome of that event. Okay, and that might that it's very counterintuitive, but it's some of the most profound words and feelings that can ever be said on this earth. 
having a desire, but having a freedom of outcome. If you look at the people that have this extreme confidence in themselves, you don't see that they have this neediness that you don't see that they have this neediness to fit in like i i always like to say go back to like maybe your high school years because there's always that group in high school that's like the popular annoying like dick kids that are like bullies and whatever that just have no sense of outcome like they don't care what ends up happening they're just there and they're just present in the moment And that's kind of what you need to be. You don't have to be this (laughs) awful person, right? But you can be this amazing, incredible person that has desires to do things, but doesn't place that much emphasis on the outcome being exactly what you want. And funny enough, once you do that, that's actually when you do get the things that you want, but you can't think of it like that. Um, So yeah, guys, I, I thought that you, I thought that football story was really good. You guys definitely look him up, Brandon Brooks. He uh, talks about a lot of cool stuff. He talks about how just so many people, um, especially in the NFL, have actually like reached out to him and said, hey, man, I, I've struggled with some of the same exact things that you're going through. And um, I, I just want you guys to know that you know, you're not alone. Even, even people, even gladiators, like 350-pound, six-foot-six football players, um, this is what people go through. You know, that you're not alone in that sense. And you can learn you can learn to feel less lonely. It's a learned skill to be able to go out and make friends and make connections. Okay, that's a learned skill that you can do. It comes from exposure therapy, but it first comes from releasing, doing EFT work and subconscious release work. Okay. So if you guys haven't checked out the free training on that on my website, definitely check it out on the link in the description. And also on the Facebook group right now, um, I'm going to be asking like kind of topics that you guys want to hear here on the podcast um, i'd love to get some information on that i'll answer all those questions in there and i'll try to actually make a podcast on the questions that you ask um, so definitely do that join the podcast or join the uh, facebook group i'll put the link in the description as well so we can get towards that and uh, maybe i'll even start answering more questions from the facebook group on the podcast like this i thought that was fun so yeah guys i have a lot more uh a lot more information come out soon too um, and I'm excited. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Hope that helped out at any point. Remember, being a perfectionist just causes procrastination, and it just means you're never going to end up doing it. You always have to fight yourself. There's always this inner self that is trying to self-sabotage you and trying to keep you in the same place that you are right now, even though consciously you might want to change. Subconsciously, you really don't. So kind of try to apply that in your own life don't have to be perfect all the time. All right, guys. See you next time.